So good cross-section, global audience, it's fantastic. Well, we're going to give you some really good stuff today. <laughs> really good stuff, yes. <laughs> you know those webinars where you go on and they just like talk hot air for about like 45 minutes and then kind of give you a nugget at the end? This ain't that. <laughs> <laughs> no, this, is <laughs> this is definitely not what you're going to be getting today so we've actually got a list of all the things that you're going to be getting today because i mean the, the the whole point of us putting this together is actually susie's idea uh, the whole point about putting this together is to help you guys to get your message out to a much wider audience and to ultimately um help more people and that's really what we're here for in the first place that's why we're doing what we're doing we want to help people and we want to do it on a global scale and you know the fact that we that susie's doing this now and uh, she actually came to me with the idea and said oh wouldn't it be a great idea because what i was talking about putting on a conference she just said yeah wouldn't it be a great idea if we could just like teach people how to do this stuff I'm like yeah that's a really good idea <laughs> and that's kind of where it came from so um what we're going to do is um oh did lincoln did you just manage to join without the waiting room there because i think i've just turned the waiting room off so hopefully people can then just join as we do because then i can just start the slides so we are going to okay, be we've got some slides together so we we have actually done that um but uh, hopefully you know you'll see that they're quite funky as well so uh right, let me get uh, let me start that let me share my screen and then we can crack this so welcome 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 to the live webinar and as you can see this is the wonderful dr susan spicer and myself i'm hosting it uh and taking you through some of the content uh but we are covering today quite a lot so first of all we need to actually obviously set the set the scene so who are we why are we here and you know why why should you listen to us um how to use your own story in amplifying your skills and your knowledge very important part of the process and Susie's is a perfect example she's going to show you exactly how she's done it as well yep. uh, why brand matters uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of cover that in terms of you know your own brand and and how you can then be an ambassador for your brand uh, as much as your own personal practice um, potentially adding life coaching to your practice if you haven't done it already uh, to expand your reach uh, developing content and memberships and we're really getting into the meat and drink of it so you know how do you create content that goes out to more people uh, that gives you more uh, reach and affects more people how to build lists using lead magnets some of you will know this stuff already but we're going to cover it as well how to get higher paying clients this is a really good one because uh, as you get higher paying clients you can then affect more people who maybe can't afford it as well so it works both ways the, the more you can make in terms of income the the better you can serve your clients going forward as well how to write a book and create a bestseller <laughs> we've got a couple of really good examples of this as well and also i'm going to even i'm just going to do a little snippet on how you can write a, a book in a weekend um so that's going to be really exciting for for some of you who've wanted to maybe write a book before how to amplify your brand using podcasts and getting a tedx talk uh how to create a mobile app this is one thing that we're fairly new to but we've uh, we've done one already um and it is possible now using the uh, modern technology uh plr products what are they and how you can you use them and then uh the systems and processes to making this all work and then what next now hopefully you're going to see that the next hour is going to be quite packed with information that could be quite useful for you now some of it 
may be more useful for you and some of it less useful, but hopefully, you know, we're covering quite a few bases here. Um, and then at the end, obviously, we're going to talk about what, what you can do next, because the whole process of, uh, of any sort of buying process with your clients with potential clients you always have to give them the next step there's no point in getting kind of to the end of the process and saying well that's it off you go into the world good luck <laughs> you want to give them the next step so that they can take the next so the people who want to take the next step can do it with you um, so we're going to be doing that as well uh, and we're going to be showing you examples throughout we're going to be trying to keep this to the hour we're going to do a bit of a q a at the end as well so we are going to be rattling through it pretty quickly um, we will be sharing the recording afterwards as well. So if you do have to leave for any particular reason, don't worry, we will be sharing the recording in the next couple of days as well. Uh, and yes, we will be uh, making an offer at the end if you want to carry on working with us because we've come up with a really good idea about how you can actually implement this stuff as well. So, um, okay, right. First of all, who on earth am I? And then I'm going to introduce uh, Susie and she's going to tell you her story. Uh, as you can see, uh, I'm a multiple TEDx speaker. I've done three TED Talks now. Uh, I've written two best-selling books. I've shared the stage with Michael E. Gerber, uh, who's the author of The E-Myth, and uh, Steve Wozniak, co-founder of Apple. Uh, I kind of like getting on, up on stage and speaking, but if you had told me that about 10 years ago, I would have thought you were absolutely bonkers. Um, and I had a bit of a, a brain shift uh, 10 years ago, which is what I ended up writing my book about through understanding something called the three principles, which really helped me, which was you don't have to believe every thought in your head. Well, that was quite useful for me. Um, ended up writing a book about it, which became a bestseller and doing a TEDx talk about it. Um, and the whole world of mental health was very, very interesting to me and for me. And as a result of that, I'm becoming a business coach around mindset. Um, I've grown a practice and now recently started a digital agency spe specializing in helping therapists and coaches in the UK. Uh, I've got a brand called One Mind, empowering mental well-being for everyone. Uh, Rethinking Business is my business coaching. Um, and I just love talking about helping you guys <laughs> get your message out to a wider audience. Uh, love helping my clients. Um, and just love what I do. Isn't it great? Uh, and as entrepreneurs, you know, because we pretty much all run either our own business or our own practice, uh, you know, we get up, we, we wake up in the morning and we can help people. And that's just a lovely feeling just being able to do that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really nice to then be able to find people like uh, Betsy and Farnoosh, both uh, clients of mine as well. Uh, and Susie to, you know, to help them grow their practices. And in fact, one of our team, Joanne, is on the call as well. Um, so welcome to her from the Philippines. Um, so that's kind of me. Um, and before Susie kind of introduces herself and her own story, yeah, the reason we've, we really kind of put this together is twofold. Uh, firstly, uh, there is a tsunami of mental health issues coming our way. Uh, and some of you will be experiencing this already uh, due to a number of things, but specifically COVID, uh, I think, in the way people are dealing with it. Um, and, you know, what I, I certainly have found and Susie's found and a lot of I, I know you have found is that the world needs us right now. And the world needs uh, an understanding of uh, mental health mindset, you know, how we can actually make choices, the right choices, rather than be led uh, by negative thoughts, etc. And this is our time to step up and actually do something about that. And the best way to do that is to get you guys really good at getting out there and sharing the information with more people. 
<laughs> it's that simple. And there are ways of doing it. And we're going to cover it in this call. And Susie's going to show examples of how she's doing it as well. So that's really why we're here. And I say it was Susie's idea to come up with the Therapist to Millions because it's just a brilliant idea. And I'm totally behind it. And you know, we're, we're working together to get this out there and get you guys equipped to get out there and, and kind of tackle this. So I'm now going to pass over to Suze, who's going to introduce and her story, by the way, is absolutely incredible. I mean, it's just amazing. So Suze, over to you. Okay, thank you so much, Damien. I'm Dr. Susan Spicer. I am so grateful to be partnering with Damien on this project. And yeah, he is exactly right. We do have a global health crisis right now, and this is a really important project that we are bringing to you. So we are grateful that you're here. I am a licensed psychologist and certified brain health coach. I'm also an executive life coach and neuropsychological expert. I'm the creator of multiple online courses, ebooks, guided meditations, and brainwave audios. I'm licensed as a psychologist in multiple states, and I provide coaching to clients around the globe. I'm a published author. I've been featured as a psychological expert on dozens of local and national news stations, including Fox News. I've spent decades studying brainwave patterns, and I help people achieve peak performance by optimizing their brain functioning. I've created a company called Brainwave Technologies, where I record and produce brainwave audios, hypnosis audios, and headphones. For many, many years, I specialized in forensic neuropsychology. I worked in prisons and jails in the state of Florida, conducting forensic neuropsychological evaluations of inmates and individuals involved in the court system. And then I went to court to testify about my findings. I even evaluated inmates on death row which can be super creepy and super fascinating all at the same time. So if you ever wanna hear some really, really good stories sometime, just let me know, I've got them. After several years of doing this, I found myself really drained. I was spending my days inside tiny jail cells assessing murderers, rapists, bank robbers, child molesters, and that was very emotionally exhausting. I was ensconced in criminal psychopathology. I was also very dissatisfied with the group practice that I worked for. I worked 70 to 80 hours a week and I paid the practice 40% of my earnings before taxes. After six or seven years at the practice, I was still the new guy. I was still the low man on the totem pole and I couldn't take the cases that I wanted. The practice didn't pay for things like malpractice insurance, health insurance, continuing education or travel. And I had to use the very few days off that I had each year just to do my continuing education credits. So for me, it was really hard financially to get ahead and it was impossible for me to have enough time to spend with my family and friends. And like all of you here, I put a ton of money into my education. I even went through a period of homelessness during my residency in which I lived in my car and showered at the gym just to finish school. And after all the time and money I put into my education, I felt super stuck trading time for dollars and working really hard to make someone else money. That's when I decided that there had to be a better way. I knew there had to be a better way to leverage myself, to use my skills as a therapist, to reach more people and create some products and services that could bring me residual income. After all, I have residual bills, so why can't I create residual income, right? So the only way I made money as a therapist was seeing patients face-to-face -face, one at a time. I also knew that I wanted to use my education and training as a neuropsychologist to focus on positive psychology and help people overcome trauma, optimize their brain functioning, and create lives of greater peace and balance. 
I tried many, many things and I thought that I could figure it out on my own, but I repeatedly failed. I built a gorgeous website, but I didn't know how to get traffic to it. I created digital products, but I didn't know how to successfully advertise them. My undergraduate degree was marketing. So with a marketing degree and a doctor in psychology, you'd think I could have mastered expanding my practice and my reach on my own, but I couldn't. And I struggled for years. I spent more money marketing my new practice than I did working in it. Luckily for me, then, I met Damien Smith and everything changed. Damien is the marketing expert and a branding genius. And together we have massively changed the course of my business so that I now have a carefully crafted message that helps me reach people worldwide, enjoy multiple sources of residual income and have more freedom and time to do the things that I wanna do in my life. I specialize in trauma therapy and coaching people to condition their thoughts to create the life of their dreams. That's what I'm good at. And that's the message I project to the world. That's the message I've taken to the world globally and continue to spread to the world. And that's what today's webinar is about. Taking your unique skills as a therapist and making a bigger impact and reaching a wider audience. It's about building marketable products, creating lucrative coaching programs and online courses and developing multiple sources of residual income. It's about how to make more of an impact on the world of mental health. What's critical to your success is your ability to use your personal brand to create a story. We all have a unique personal story. And Damien and I show therapists how to design their personal story in a way, and in the, the previous slide, you can see we design a personal story on the way that attracts customers, grows your brand in a way that's authentic to you and real to you, and in a way that reflects your, in a way that your message reflects your story and why you do what you do. Now, because your story is your message, it's important that you're able to tell it and craft it well in order to enroll clients, in order to sell products, in order to market online, in order to create something that's real and authentic to you. Even with a CEO like Steve Jobs, whose brand is Apple, Steve is correlated with the brand. When people think of Apple, Steve Jobs' name is synonymous with it. Steve Jobs' personal story with such a representation of the brand Apple, the people are more intrigued with his personal story than they actually are with Apple. So in the next slide, you can see your story involves two parts. It involves credibility and vulnerability. My story is that I personally witnessed the suicide deaths of two people that I loved. These were two separate suicides that happened just 18 months apart. And I was living with both of these individuals when they died right in front of me. One, as you can see in the slide here, died in a very public manner and was caught on camera. The other one woke me up in the middle of the night and said, Suze, my brain's not right. And he shot himself in the head right in front of me, right in my bedroom. Following these tragedies, I was homeless while trying to complete my neuropsychology residency. I was living in my car and traumatized when my parents sued me. I owed them money and they saw my life was a wreck and they didn't think I'd make it. They told me to drop out of my PhD program, which I refused to do. I finally did graduate and then I was diagnosed with cancer. Realizing that my trauma and depression created illness in my body, I began a program of meditation, self-love and therapy to recover from trauma. I healed my relationship with my parents and I'm cancer-free. I used my life experiences and my education to help people around the world overcome trauma and condition their thoughts to create the life of their dreams. 
So in creating your story, you identify your calling to the journey. You identify your pit moment and your breakthrough. My call was, I'm living in my car and I asked God, why? Why is this happening to me? And he said, you're to use these experiences, these traumas to help other people. That's my call. My pit came when my doctor told me I had cancer and needed surgery. It's like, uh-oh, things can't get worse. My breakthrough came when I decided to choose love over anger to heal. And I now help clients around the world. Everyone has a unique story. Your story will determine who it is that you wanna serve, who's your ideal client and why. Because of my story, my ideal clients are those who wanna overcome trauma and condition their thoughts to create the life of their dreams. Your story will also determine the topic of your work and your message. So your formula looks something like this. I will do blank so that people can have blank. So mine is, I help people recover from trauma and condition their thoughts so they can create the life of their dreams. You help people do something or become something so that they can have a result. Once you know your story and your message, we can help you create a brand. Damien and I have an amazing quiz that will help you identify important elements of your brand. Many people think they know what their brand image is all about, but then they struggle when they're asked to define it. I was one of those. So through this quiz, we help you identify, for example, if you're a romantic, an entertainer, a maverick, a dreamer, a mentor. So you can see from this brand archetype wheel that the brand Nike represents the hero. Disney represents the magician. When you think of Disney, you think of magic pixie dust and flying genies, right? The North Face represents the explorer. So when you think of the North Face, you think of rappelling down a cliff or hiking through the Rockies, just the name, the North Face, limits this certain emotion because the North Face is synonymous with exploration and adventure. Before I took this quiz, I thought I would be the sage, the person that imparts wisdom. I took this quiz and it told me, no, you're a romantic. Your brand is very heart-centered. You focus on self-love and emotional healing. So I even use that information to decorate my office, as you can see behind me. This emulates my brand, soft colors, flowers. So your brand identity is about communicating the emotions and the values that drive your brand through images like your logo, topography, images, website design, graphics, and color palette. Your brand identity involves designing a visual representation of your brand and then using that representation consistently and powerfully in the media. So once we discover your brand identity, we're able to tell you what colors to use in your marketing, what fonts to use, what feel and look your logo should emulate. And you keep this representation consistent throughout your website, your funnels, your sales pages, your courses, and any downloads that you create. Now, this is, yeah, go ahead. This is such an important part of the deep foundations for, for, for what you're going to be doing going forward. And when I met Dr. Suze a few years ago and I heard her story, I mean, her story is just absolutely amazing. And I would share her story with other people. And the first thing they would say to me is, oh, my God, how did they, how did she overcome that? 
I said, well, first of all, you know, she was learning about the brain anyway, but then she found out like how that was actually working. And then she like did the opposite of what wasn't working. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, waking right. up every day saying I hate myself wasn't working, but, you know, starting right. to love yourself was. And she's actually worked out all the neuropsychology of that. And they were absolutely amazed by this. So oh, where can I, you know, where can I, how can I get her stuff? Where can I? So well, she's creating these brainwave audios. And obviously that was kind of the start of the process. But it's absolutely the deep foundations because your story, there is forever, however many billions of years of existence we've been here for and whatever you believe is uh, true of how we got to be here. You're here right now and only you have your story. And that's the reason why people will know, like, and trust you and want, to, and want to work with you. So how you then put that out into the world needs to be in alignment. That's the point. It needs to be aligned. And that sometimes is what, you know, you only just need a little kind of tweak to make that right. adjustment. So that's really important. But these are the deep foundations here. Um, okay, so let's go. So that's like the first thing we do is we kind of really work out, you know, who, who you are, what you're doing, why you're here, and then align that to your brand. Um, exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we go yep. into the expansion side. So over to you, Suze. Yep. So adding coaching to your list of services is one way that you can expand your reach, increase your income, and use your skills to help millions of people. It's also a rewarding break from therapy because it allows you to focus on positive psychology rather than clinical psychopathology. As therapists, we make the best coaches. We have specific training and experience in personality development, brain functioning, human motivation, conflict resolution, goal setting, clinical interviewing. All these allow us to understand our clients and to help them in ways that the average life coach is unable to do. Over the past decade, we have witnessed a huge change in the field of coaching, where once there was skepticism about coaching, we now have a public that is much more educated about the benefits of working with life coaches. As therapists, we can be prone to burnout for several reasons. The primary reason is the emotional exhaustion that accompanies working with individuals who have depression, anxiety, trauma, and other mental health concerns. Studies estimate that anywhere between 21% and 61% of mental health workers experience burnout. And burnout has negative consequences for the practitioner as well as the client. Coaching assumes a baseline level of mental health and emotional wellness for the client. While therapy addresses psychopathology in the past, coaching focuses on wellness and the present and on co-creating a future. So coaches work with clients on defining the future vision, setting goals, developing a tactical plan of action to achieve those goals. It's acceptable to use coaching strategies in therapy, but it's never acceptable to use therapy techniques in coaching. So there needs to be a bright line between the two. In my practice, I offer many different types of therapy including EMDR, which is my favorite, my go-to. Most of my practice is trauma-based. EMDR is my favorite modality. I also offer clinical hypnosis, cognitive behavioral therapy, acceptance and commitment therapy. I offer three types of coaching, brain health coaching, for which I'm certified through the Amen Clinics, life coaching, and executive coaching. While working with Damien, I have created these three separate coaching programs with three separate objectives. Okay, the consent forms and the contracts are different between my therapy patients and my coaching clients. 
and the fee schedules are different. Therapy is paid by the session. While coaching clients purchase a monthly package or they purchase a three to six month package. As a therapist, adding coaching to your business provides you with more freedom and how you work with your clients in practice. Coaching allows you to be more creative in how you present yourself. It allows you to expand your professional reach, to have more choice around who it is that you want to serve and how. The relationship with your clients is more flexible as the rules, as are the rules around where and how you see your clients. Well, I only see patients for therapy in the states that I'm licensed in. I coach clients in the US, Europe, and Asia. So I've expanded my reach and increased my income. You can also charge a lot more for coaching. And you don't have to deal with insurance companies. Hoo-hoo, right? Yeah. So adding coaching to your practice is also very exciting. Coaches run retreats. They create courses, podcasts, workshops. They write books. They learn new skills. They develop new tools and resources to help people just create their very best life ever. So a key difference between, a thera between therapy and coaching is that as a therapist, you are part of the larger medical model. You're in a role. And there's an expectation of separation between who you are and the job you do. As a coach, you move into a place of much greater visibility and you need to develop a brand. People coach with you because of your story, because of who you are, because of how you show up in the world. So Damien and I can show you how to successfully create your personal brand, how to add coaching to your business, how to turn your strengths into a coaching program and how to package it and how to market it. This is my brain health coaching program. This is my offering for my coaching program. You don't have to be a neuropsychologist to become a brain health coach. All of you can do this. I became certified through the Amen Clinics. We have another person on this call, Stanley, certified through the Amen Clinics as a brain health coach. Yep, I have a computerized online platform that provides that brain health evaluation for the patient. Look at that top line, two grand. It's a computerized platform I offer. It evaluates the patient online, and then it presents the individual with a customized brain training game program that adapts as their skill level improves. I paired that with nutritional products, coaching sessions, my brainwave audios and other projects or products, and I package them for the low price of $3,000, and I sell it through a funnel. So this is just one of the ways that you can implement coaching into your practice. So this is the other thing that we've been working on, which is uh, membership sites, uh, which is all online. We, all, we use a one system called Kartra, which is an all-in-one system. And I'll talk about that a little bit later, but this is essentially a way that you can give access to people for digital products. This is digital products. A lot of this is digital products. You're, you're reducing the time that you're spending face-to-face -face with people and increasing your reach to get to more people by creating uh, digital products, which is available in to, you know, to anyone for any price, pretty much. Now, obviously, you want to be able to understand about value and about what we call the outcome of the outcome. So what people are, people don't necessarily want the information. What they, what they want is the knowledge that it's gonna work for them. And that's where the story in the brand makes a, such a big difference. Whereas when they actually do access the products, you want them to be able, you wanna be able to see that they're actually doing what, what, they, what they need. And through having everything in an online membership site, 
we actually have tracking on on all of the uh, on all of these products so that we can see when people have listened to an audio when they watched a video when they've actually done part of the course you can actually drip feed content to people as well which is great because ultimately what we want is for people to actually take do the work sit down do the work and actually have the results so that's why developing content in an online format is actually a really sensible thing to do plus you can actually sell physical products through here as well which then can link to drop shipping so it's a separate thing Okay, let's talk about, because um, we talked already about uh, going for some higher price clients in terms of executive coaching. Um, well, here's something else that we're working on as well, which is actually really exciting. It's called hyper-targeted client acquisition. And the way we've actually done this is to identify areas where there is a need for a, from a higher paying client and to actually set up specifically geo-targeted funnels towards those clients and then putting lead magnets that solve a problem, a specific problem that we know they'll have uh, literally right in front of them, as well as having a social media presence in that area. So Suze, this happened recently, obviously when you picked up a couple of clients from a specific uh, place that yep. we were targeting and they mm -hmm. said, I've seen you everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What they weren't aware of is that they had seen them a lot in that area. If they had gone 10 miles out to somewhere else, they wouldn't have seen you. <laughs> right, exactly. And they had seen me repeatedly. Some of these clients that called me for an appointment couldn't really identify where they saw me. They're just like, yeah, I've seen your stuff online. So people have to know, like, and trust you in order to buy from you. And sometimes they have to see you six or seven times. So if you've put out one ad or one funnel and don't get a response from it, it's because you need to do this type of part for targeting. You need to have your face repeatedly in front of the same group. And Damien is very skilled at knowing how to do that. And you can create multiple lead magnets as well. I know um, I can't actually see the chat at the moment because I've got both screens have got the, the slides on. So uh, Susie, I don't know if you want to have a look and see if there's any questions. Okay. Yeah. But certainly the questions that were coming in beforehand. So whenever I'm registered, they, they, we, we asked you to send in, uh, you know, what you would like us to talk about. And a couple of people actually said, you know, I'd like to work out how to build a list. Well, the, the first thing that you really need to be doing if you haven't done it already is to have some sort of list building capacity on your website or on your social media, and preferably both. And the way to do that is you can put a simple lead magnet uh, Suzy's is the, the top 10 superfoods for your brain. It's very generic, but it's getting, uh, you know, people are signing up for that on a daily basis. And then crucially, once you've signed them into your list, you want to engage with them regularly. That's really important. So, uh, you know, once or twice a week, just send out an email just saying, I'm here. This is what happened this week. And people will love that. Now, that's just a really simple way to build your list because the whole point about having a list is you're going to give them information, help them, give them more information, help them a bit more, help them a bit more. And then all of a sudden you might just say, oh, I've got a program starting in March. Now, the ones who are engaging with you, who know, like and trust you, who like you and they like the information you're giving them will be the ones who put their hands up and say, oh, actually, that sounds really interesting. So you should all be building your list from the get go. It's really important. Um, and obviously there's different ways you can do that. You can do that organically by posting on uh, social media. And I mean, a really simple way to do that is to have a Facebook group that has a specific outcome and obviously you as the author of that outcome, and then to offer in the questions for people to join that group, say, send me an email address and I'll send you a free gift. Now that is a very manual way of doing it. There's absolutely no reason why everyone can't have a Facebook group with a specific outcome, with their name as the author, 
and then just be collecting emails on a daily basis. I actually have a, a friend of mine who did this, who is known as the Angels Fella, uh, a, a mental health nurse who uh, was suffering from uh, depression and he prayed to the angels and his depression went away. Now he just went, what happened there? So he started studying angels. Fantastic. And he became known as the Angels Fella. He set up a group called the Angels Fella and within two weeks he had 700 people on his list. He didn't, he had no idea. People were so wow. interested in angels. <laughs> <laughs> this is incredible um okay so um books let's talk about books and uh bestsellers the reason we've got these up here is and um, we're, we're writing Sue's, Sue's at the moment and your story obviously is crucial in that and it's just an incredible story um these are uh two of our clients they're actually husband and wife um now Dan and Jana and they've just literally had their book launches uh, last week uh, Jana's was on uh, well January the 29th, as you can see, and Dan's was a week later, and they both become number one bestsellers on Amazon. Uh, and we had a very specific process that we took them through to, to kind of get to that status. Uh, they did a lot of work to get there, and it's not simple. And we've actually, a couple of our clients, Betsy's one of them, and Farnoosh is another one. They've already got their books out. And what we're doing is we're, we're kind of aiming towards a date in the future, which is specific to their books. And we're building up a social media campaign to make sure that they become bestsellers in their category. Uh, so we're doing that. Uh, theirs, theirs were already released, but we're, we're working with those as well. So what we actually do with that is um, we can, there's, there's a very specific way that we can get your book to be a bestseller. And it's actually, it works every time. It's brilliant. It's a lovely little technique. Uh, but I did promise you um, a little, oh, I've just uh, gone glitchy there for a minute. I did promise you a, a, a quick tip on how to write a book in a weekend. Here it is. I'm going through it pretty quickly, but this is the, these are the steps. On the Friday evening, you can do it literally Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you can release it on the Monday. On the Friday evening, you write a list of all the questions you would be asked by a journalist if they were interviewing you about your life, your product, your service, your brand, etc. So you brainstorm questions. That's all you're doing on the Friday evening. You're brainstorming questions. On the Saturday morning, you wake up and you rearrange those questions into chapters. It can be timeline. It can be dated. It can be you know childhood, teens, whatever. However you want to uh, piece them together. You then sit down with a cuddly toy pretending to be the interviewer. So you actually film yourself from an angle using a laptop or your phone and you record on Zoom each chapter as if you are being interviewed by your cuddly toy. And you literally, you, you can hold up the questions, you can ask yourself the question, but then you just, you talk and you record. And at the end of each chapter, you stop Zoom and you send that file, the audio file to somewhere called rev.com and it will transcribe that audio into text. And then you sit down and you record chapter two and chapter three and chapter four and chapter. Four. Now I know someone who's done this on the Saturday. It took seven and a half hours, but they had basically by Saturday evening they had all the text for the book and the audio version had come back to them already. They then put uh, they actually put a pitch out on the Saturday morning to 99designs.com for a front cover, and they had three documents that came back by the Sunday. Um, they edited it them themselves on the Sunday and they, they put it out on the Monday. So that's how you can write a book in a weekend. And a friend of mine has actually done that and it succeeded. He's actually turned it into a bestseller as well, funnily enough. <laughs> so there you go, little tip on how to write a book in a weekend. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> 
Well, we, we're not dealing with Susie because her story is so incredible. We're actually we're, we're doing a longer, much longer version. She, she's yeah. already written quite a lot of it, actually. So, right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Next one, TEDx. Obviously, I'm very good at getting TED talks because I've I've had three now. Quite a few of my clients have had TED talks as well. Um, and again, a very specific process that we go through uh, to to get TED talks. Essentially, it's finding the curators of a TEDx that you have a connection with. Okay, so you've got three choices on this one. Either where were you born, where are you now, or where did you spend a significant amount of your, your life or something that happened in your life at that place? So let's just say I'm born in London, I spent a lot of my time in Manchester, and something significant happened to me in Birmingham. Well, I've now got three uh, TEDx venues that I can uh, apply to. Now, if you've got a book coming out, it's even better. If you've got the front cover of a book, which you can get through 99designs, you can say this book is being released in the summer. Uh, that puts you down as an authority author, an authority, and that will give you more credibility. Now, we have a specific pitch document that we put out for TEDx uh, events, which, is, uh, which works every time. Um, but essentially what you're doing is you're pitching your idea worth spreading, saying you have a connection to that area and that it is your local TEDx event and you have a book coming out soon. And those three things tick a lot of boxes for TEDx curators. I should know because I now know three of them. <laughs> well, actually I know a lot more because I tend to do this on people's behalf. Uh, this is actually the response from Brianna uh, when we've uh, just literally sent through um, Dr. Susie's recently. Uh, funnily enough, it's actually the, the topic that they're doing and they've just put the proposal into the, the board for uh, to get to get approval so that's going ahead obviously once you have a tedx uh, talk under your belt or even you can you have a date that you're doing it that that gives you a lot of kudos and credibility going forward and it's also very exciting isn't it isn't it Suze? oh definitely yes very exciting and you've got an incredible story. I mean, it's just such an amazing story right so next we are now working on a mobile app um, the only issue with mobile apps is that you have to actually have your own account. This is something we use, something called passion.io, uh, which is a really nice platform for creating mobile apps. It's not easy. Believe you me, we're, we're, we are going through the mill in terms of how to actually get this all set up. You have to create developer accounts with Google and Apple to get it all set up. But essentially, you have to have your own account. Because if we do this on Dr. Susie's behalf, we'll take all of the, the payments for her um, uh, for, for her sales and then we'll also have to pay tax on the ball so it's a very messy situation unless you have your own account um, but we do actually have uh, the ability once you have your own account to then go in and do the work for you this is one that we're setting up at the moment based on the therapist to millions uh, it's going to be a promotional app that we're going to give away for free uh, but it essentially gives you uh, some ideas of some of the material that you're learning here um, and you can put courses and membership sites up on there very easy to do uh, actually setting up the app is the hardest bit. So getting all the developer things and getting it connected to Google Play and Apple is the hardest bit. Once you actually start to create the content, it's actually quite nice. Um, and it's lovely because, you know, everyone has their phone in their hand. They, they're carrying it around all the time. Um, and I think people are now starting to really kind of get to grips with the fact that apps aren't as hard as they used to be even like two or three years ago to uh, to develop. So that's something that we're, we're working on. And the next one's over to you, Suze, because this is something that you're very passionate about. Ah, yes, white label products. So Damien and I are creating my membership site, which will have a lot of my products, my brainwave audios, my guided meditations, my eBooks, and um, also some physical products too. Like I create headphones. You'll see this right here is a sleep headphone. So people wear this soft terry cloth headband 
and then they plug it into their phones. So these are headphones that I'll have on my membership site as well. White label products. This is a white label product, right? This is, I, I bought this product. I sent the design to a manufacturer overseas. They created this for me. They put my label on it, Brainwave technology. So this is what we call white label. PLR products are private label products. When I discovered PLR products, my mind was just blown. There are many, many sites out there that create eBooks, courses, and videos that are really well done that you can buy and brand as your own. You, either, you can either put them on a membership site just as is, or you can put your name on them because you're buying the rights to that product. So you can fill a membership site with private label products and you can fill a membership site with white label products or like I'm doing a combination thereof. So this is a great, great, great way to really build a membership site overnight with hundreds and hundreds of products. So Damien and I are pretty good the, about that. These are some of the ones that we've, we've purchased. We've actually bought 46 of them uh, and that was in a, a bundle. Um, and these are some of the ones we've actually started putting on already. Booster online sales, success principles, launcher online course, TikTok marketing. These are all actually part of a membership that we're launching soon, which is based around the entrepreneur success formula, which is the book and the program that I created online. And they are essentially bonuses that people can get um, as a result of uh, joining the program. There's a couple of different business models that, that you can look at. Uh, now, one of them is the recurring income model where people pay a low, uh, a low dollar membership um, and they get a lot of content as a result of being a member and they're not likely to actually lose that membership because they'll lose the content and then the other one is obviously going for the high ticket items the executive coaching uh, and the geo-targeting hyper-targeted client acquisition uh, which is separate and putting those two models together what that does is it gives you a recurring passive income at the bottom end and high earning potential at the top end what that then allows you to do is to in the middle stops trading so much time for dollars as a face-to-face -face therapist and actually start to become a content and media creator more than just a therapist. And that's really kind of the, the paradigm shift that we're trying to get across here is that, you know, it, what we're doing is we're helping people on a one-to-one -one basis where what we can do is help people on a much bigger scale. And one of the ways we do that is to expand how we do what we do. Okay. So what next? Well, hopefully you'll see that we've given you quite a bit of information here now what i'm actually going to do before we actually do the next slide i'd like to uh, just go to the chat for a second because uh, it's something i haven't been able to do while i've been on here yeah so. i can answer a question we have in the chat here um sharon asked um what training or certification um for life coaching does a licensed mental health counselor need with 15 years of experience that's a great question sharon and we hear that a lot um, of course, as a therapist, you need to go through a degree, you need to pass your boards, you need to be licensed where you practice. The field of life coaching is very highly unregulated. It's very much unregulated, I should say. So you can go through a number of different trainings to become a life coach. Some are a weekend and some are very, very extensive and expensive for thousands of dollars. As a therapist with 15 plus years of 
counseling experience, you probably have so many great tools in your toolkit that you can offer people already that we could help you put that into a, a program and package it. You don't actually need to go out and get a certification as a life coach, right? Um, the brain health coaching program, the one that Stanley and I are in, um, is a program that, that you need a qualification for. You need to go through the training and pass it um, to be a certified brain health coach. But to be a life coach or an executive life coach or a health coach, you don't need to do that. So I hope that answered that question. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been a business coach now uh, for nearly 15 years. And a lot of the work that I do is based around, you know, overwhelm, procrastination, mindset issues. Um, you know, the training that I had to actually go through that was coming through it myself. And this is why your story is, and I know we've sort of got someone in the chat, what if you're, if you don't have a dramatic life story, it doesn't matter. As long as the person that you're working with can see that you have the experience, or even that you have clients that have had the experience that you can help them with, I call it uh, crossing the river of change. You know, if your potential clients are on the other side of the river of change and they can't see a way to cross and you're on the side that they want to get to and you've got yourself and clients with you, they're going, well, how did you get across there? You know, wh wh where's the bridge? And the bridge is your experience and your knowledge and your tools. So that's the only story that you need. You don't need a dramatic. I mean, my life story is nowhere near as dramatic as Susie's. In fact, I don't think anyone's here would ever be as dramatic as Susie's. <laughs> it's um, interesting, though. I get, I get asked that a lot. Well, I don't have that. I didn't have anyone die in front of me. But you don't need to, right? So, Heather, your life story, you know, I, I've had really successful life coaches say, you know, I'm a single mom, I had to overcome going through divorce and then raising my kids. And now I have a unique set a skill set on parenting that I want to teach people. So a lot of people think that they don't have a life story. But once Damien and I start working with them, they all we all have a unique past or a unique set of circumstances that gives us the talent and the drive and the interest that we have. And we are good at helping you pick that out and develop it. And, and I think also once you have a brand, once you have something, I, I call it thingifying it, once you thingify it, once you turn it into a point of focus, you know, Betsy's got this with, with her book, Journey to Safe Harbor, Farnoosh has got it with her book, So Long Depression, you know, that becomes your, your kind of your brand and you become a brand ambassador for your brand. And, you know, when I talk about you want to become a content creator, you want to become a media creator that represents your brand. That's the way to get out to more people. That's the way to affect more lives. That's the secret. And, and so having that thingified brand is really the key. And, you know, Susan and I, we've been kind of like, ah, is it brainwave audios? Well, actually, no, it's you. And, you know, we keep coming back to it. It's like brainwave audios by Dr. Susan Spicer. Um, so, you know, that getting that brand right is actually really important. So that's kind of where we started with the foundations, but it is so important. Any other questions around that or any other questions around, because obviously we, we've kind of gone through some bits pretty quickly there, you know, how to write a book in a weekend, how to get a TED talk, what PLR products are. Um, oh, one other thing that we should mention, actually, especially when it comes to like the TEDx and speaking is that there's really, really good ways to get on other people's podcasts. So podcasts are obviously very popular at the moment. Um, there's a lot of them out there, but there's a lot of them with, with which already have really good reach. So they've got a lot of people listening to them. Uh, Jana and Dan were on one recently. I think they had 140,000 listeners uh, on it. So uh, getting on podcasts, and, and we actually help you to do that as well. There's, there's, there's a very good format and uh, some good little sites that we, we connect you up with to get on podcasts. But again, you need the story. You need the brand. You need to be the brand ambassador before you can do that. There's no point just going in there and just saying, oh, what, what do we talk about today? 
you've got to have that kind of solidified. So um, uh, let's just go to some of the chat. No, I think that's pretty much, all right. So do you think that publishing a book on Amazon can have the same, we're just trying to find it. Uh, well, it's funny enough, there's <laughs> Betsy and, um, and Farnoosh both have had the, gone down the traditional publisher route. Personally, as someone that understands how to market books, I found that uh, traditional publishers, even though they say they're going to do a great job of marketing your book, they, they don't do as good a job as you could do if you know what to do. So for instance, finding the right category to put your book into, to turn it into a bestseller so that the Amazon algorithm treats you differently is a really simple trick. And I can't believe that traditional publishers, some of them don't know how to do it. Um, and it's pretty straightforward. It's something that we're doing with Betsy and Farnoosh's books uh, to, you know, to get them into a bestseller status because their traditional publishers haven't been able to do that. So yeah, I think uh, having, having, your, having a little bit more control over it, but having the right knowledge of how to do it is the key. Because um, ultimately, you're not really going to make much money out of the book. What you are going to do is get the reach from the book. Uh, so again, another little tip, when you self-publish, or even if you go through a traditional publisher, make sure that you have a page in your book that takes the people off Amazon, because they don't give you their database, or out of the publisher's database, to your website. Even if it's just a QR code in the book that people can scan that will take them to a page where they can sign up for your workshops and your retreats and your programs. That one QR code can be used hundreds and hundreds of times and it can be changed as well. The QR code leads them to a page or the web page leads them to somewhere which you can update the information. So just having that one thing in there is just such a simple thing to do. Getting reviews for your book before you publish your book. It's a really simple thing to do and traditional publishers don't necessarily do this, right? So you put your book out to loads of people and you say, hey, could you give me a review? You'll be in the book. People love doing that. And if they're busy, give them a review and say, are you okay putting your name to this? I did that. Because um, I, I, my Entrepreneur Successful, when I needed 15 reviews, and I knew all the people that were going to give them to me were really busy. And I, I said, oh, could you give me a review? And like two weeks later, I didn't get seven of them. Seven of them didn't come back. So I wrote the review and said, is this okay? Because I knew the people. I said, is this okay? Could you put your name to it? It's perfect. So there's little tips that you can do so that you make sure that you've got, you, you tick all the boxes. Because the Amazon algorithm, once it, once it treats you as a bestseller, it puts you into that people who bought this also bought this. And that changes everything dramatically. It's about reach, it's about getting reach.